This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1206. Why does the examiner ask why? Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, you'll learn some secrets that examiners never share outside the IELTS exam, and you'll find out how to handle awkward moments in speaking part one and part two when the examiner has to ask you why. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Good morning, Aubrey. Uh, what's the weather like out there in Arizona? Uh, it's been really muggy lately, like humid, oh. because we're in our monsoon season. So there'll be more rain than usual, which yay. Mm. But then it makes it just really ugh, uncomfortable. Like you feel like you need a shower all the time because there's so much humidity in the air. Um, that was a fantastically detailed answer. And guys, that is what you need to try and do on the speaking exam, right? If you listen to Aubrey's natural answer there about like an everyday topic like weather that could come up on IELTS, I want you to hear how she extended it by saying, because this, because this, you know what I mean? Because it's like, I'm uncomfortable because this, it's muggy because this. So guys, this is what we're talking about today. What if you do not do that on the speaking exam? You are going to hear the examiner <laughs> kind of get annoyed, honestly, and like ask you why at the end of every part one question, if your answers are too short and They'll even say something like that in part two as well. Yes. And you have to be ready for that, right? You, unfortunately, this might happen that your answer is too short. Recognize the examiner might ask you why or share more because they need more details from you. Don't let it throw you off. But also you can be better prepared so that your answers are longer. You give more information so the examiner doesn't have to ask that. Exactly. You guys, you don't want the examiner to ask why. Okay. If the examiner asks why, that means your answer is too short. That's the only reason the examiner is going to say that. Okay. So this is what we're talking about today, guys. Um, this is um, some insider knowledge of the examiner's role and what that means for your score. Um, and really, it's based on two YouTube comments that we got recently. So remember that every one of these podcast guys is on video on IELTS Energy TV on YouTube. Uh, and I also want to remind you that we have a free IELTS quiz you can take to get your estimated IELTS band score, which is 
super awesome. It just takes five minutes. The more knowledge, the better, guys. So go to allearsenglish.com slash my score to check out that free IELTS quiz. So, okay, let's get into these two YouTube questions. And then, guys, we're going to do a bit of a role play today um, uh, and show you what it's like on the speaking exam when you make the examiner ask follow-up questions that they don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay, I'll share the first question. It was from Ranjit Singh Rana on IELTS Energy TV. It said, if I stop speaking without the examiner telling me to, then is there a negative effect? And what do you think, Aubrey? Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes, definitely. Like you said, you might hear that annoyance in their voice, possibly. And it, it is decreasing your fluency score because it is flagging that you don't have more to say. Is that for every part of the speaking test? Like, is this true for part one? If the student just keeps talking? Right. If, if this person keeps talking because they're waiting for the examiner to stop them, is that a good thing? Oh, gotcha. What you're saying. So my thought is if the examiner, if I stop speaking without the examiner telling me, oh, I see. So I'm I'm misunderstanding the question. Yes. No, no. It's a confusing question. It is a little confusing. And yeah, that actually is good, right? We've talked about this before, that if the examiner has to stop you, that's a good sign. It shows how fluent you are. You clearly have a lot to say. Exactly. Exactly. So um, in part one, guys, you, you don't wait for the examiner to stop you. Like, this is what we tell our three keys IELTS students, guys. Three to five sentences, finish. If you talk for a little bit too long, that's okay, right? Not every question, okay? But the examiner will be like, thank you, thank you. And then go on to the next question. And that'll happen in part three as well. But ideally, what we want to do is just give like a nice three to five sentence answer. Maybe sometimes, maybe for two answers, go on too long and be stopped by the examiner. Um, and that's that's really our goal. Like that would be the perfect outcome to show fluency and control over your English and your ideas. Uh, but in part two, you have to keep talking until the examiner stops you. Okay. And these are everything that we're telling you right now. These are all rules that the examiner has to give you scores, right? It all has to do with your fluency score. Yes, exactly. So we have another question and this is what threw me off, right? So this one is from Nirmal Patel says, I just took IELTS today and I had a pause in part two and the examiner asked me to explain more on the topic. And then I spoke a little more, but apart from this, my part one and part three was very good. Will I get a band score of six? This is so tricky. We always have students ask us, what would my band score be? Without hearing your whole exam, unfortunately, we can't tell you what your score would be. But we can tell you, like Jessica was saying, what will decrease your scores. And if the examiner has to tell you to keep speaking, ask you for more, your fluency score is affected. Exactly. Exactly. I mean... Yeah, it's impossible for us to know anything about your score. I mean, grammar, pronunciation, ideas, vocabulary, like blinking words. We have no idea. And all of those things are part of your score. But as far as um, the part of fluency, because fluency is based on other things also, like um, idea repetition, right? Hesitation, um, repeated filler phrases. So fluency is still made up of a lot of factors. But in this case... 
the specific example in part two, you don't speak for long enough and the examiner will say, because I want you to speak for two minutes. So my job is to try and make that happen. So if you stop at like a minute or whatever, even like a minute 40, I still have to try and get you to speak more. Then I have to say, like, can you say anything else about the topic? (laughs) Which is like so stilted and formal, but that's what the examiner has to say to get you to keep talking. Um, Now, if I have to say that, it's not necessarily a bad thing if you can keep going. You know what I mean? Like if you are like, oh, and then you keep talking, it might not have any effect. Again, assuming part one and part three are great. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, right. For sure. If you are able to easily continue the topic, add new details, like you said, you can't be just repeating the same thing you said before. But if you can add new information, expand on the story, that's true. There might not be any effect. You're not necessarily punished just because you stopped early. If you can continue, you potentially could still score seven or higher. Oh, definitely. I would say that stop would uh, keep you from a nine, right? Because that's, you know, it's not a perfect performance, um, but it won't stop you from getting a seven for fluency for sure. So, okay, we're going to do a couple examples of um, performing poorly on the exam and what the examiner has to do because of that. So um, we're going to do two part one and one part two. Uh, Man, there's a lot of confusing numbers. Okay, Aubrey, can you ask me first? You're going to be the the examiner here. Yes, perfect. All right. What do you like about your job? It's flexible. Can you share more about that? So the examiner won't say that in part one. The examiner is only allowed to ask why. So I'm glad you did that, Aubrey, because this is when it gets awkward for the examiner is when why does not match what you said. That's why I changed it. I'm like, wait, I can't say why. That doesn't make any sense. That's why I'm so glad that that happened, because like it is awkward sometimes as an examiner because we're not allowed to go off script. You know, and so like if if uh, on that part one question on my examiner booklet it has a question and then in parentheses, there's a why I'm only allowed to say that I can't say anything else. And that could really throw you off, too, yeah. based on what you said. And then the examiner says, why? You're like, that doesn't make sense. Why doesn't it, it make sense? It completely does. I've done that on the test. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm so sorry to this student because I, this question doesn't make any sense. But like, I can't do anything about it. So let's try that one more time. Okay, gotcha. All I can say is why. All right, I got it. Okay. (laughs) What do you like about your job? It's uh, so fun. Why? Because I get to talk to a lot of amazing, motivated adults from around the world, and I get to be creative and utilize not only my life experience, but my expertise from my education. Nice. (laughs) That was a little easier because you can share why it's fun. Right. Man, it's so tricky if they ask why and it's unrelated to your answer. Let's let's actually do that. Let's see how how I should answer an awkward one like that. So, okay, let's let's do let's do do this again and we'll give me an awkward one. Okay. Okay. How often do you read books in English? 
Um, how can I answer without why? How often do you read books in English? Um, books are great. Why? Why are books great? Or why do I like books? I, hmm, I'm not sure what you mean by why, but... I love reading. I have always loved reading. In fact, every night I still, at 42 years old, I read myself to sleep. Nice. <laughs> Man, it is so tricky. I hadn't really thought about this before. And <laughs> I'm really glad we're covering this because I think it could yeah. really throw off students. It can throw off the examiner, too, to where maybe they're giving you grumpy looks. Like you said, maybe they're saying, why annoyed? Because totally. that's all they can say. Totally. And it doesn't make sense. So funny. All right. Um, so I think uh, we're going to go to an example part two of what the examiner has to do if you stop talking. So we'll make it we'll make it short, just like a student might do on the exam. And we'll we'll see what happens here. So, um, uh, OK, I'll be I'll be the student again. I want to be the student okay, again. And you'll right. still be the examiner. <laughs> Describe a time you had a problem while traveling. I have traveled so much in my life and I have had a lot of problems because my spatial awareness is horrible and I get lost all the time. Can you share more about that? Oh, oh, yeah, sure. Sorry. Right. It's part two. I have to I have to speak for two minutes. Sorry about that. Um, so I could talk about this one time I was in uh, Venice and I got so lost. And I've actually read since that trip that no accurate map of the city exists. I don't know if that's true, but I did read that and I sort of believe it because the canals are nuts. It, it is so confusing to walk around there, especially as a foreigner. And I got lost constantly. In fact, the first day I checked into a hotel, I left immediately. I got lost on my way to whatever cathedral. I got lost again on my way back. I could not find my hotel for three hours. Um, so anyways, guys, I will continue that part to answer. But you could see how diving into that story would make it easy to fill that two minutes. So how did I handle that, Aubrey? And why would that be a good thing to do on the test? Yeah, it was so natural the way you're like, oh, yeah, part two. I got to speak for two minutes, right? It was very much the way a native would react if they had like made a mistake and it were pointed out. You know, you don't want to make it awkward. You don't want a long pause of like, oh, yeah, no problem. Oh, I could share. And that's such a fun phrase before sharing a story like, oh, I could share this. And then you dive right into an example sometime that this happened. Yeah. Okay. I tried try to think about the strategy to go along with that. So that was awesome. Okay, guys. So I hope this uh, episode was really useful for you. If you are not following this podcast and you're going to take IELTS or perhaps you just love the information we share, remember to hit follow right now wherever you're listening and do check us out on IELTS Energy TV, guys, on YouTube. And don't forget about our free IELTS quiz, allersenglish.com slash my score. All right. Super fun. Wow, great insider takes today. I know, right? Having not been an examiner like you were for 14 years, there are always these little things that are it's coming crazy. up because there's just so much to know. So much. <laughs> I'm glad we were able to share with students because that's weird. They can only ask you why in part one. I know. Know. <laughs> I know. I don't say it's weird. That's the it's final okay. takeaway. Okay. All right, Aubrey. Uh, have a great rest of the week and I'll uh, see you next Tuesday. You too. See you next week. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.